Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Bijou Podcasts. This is episode 52 of the Stacey June Show. Today's episode is a single Pringle episode on boundaries. Hey guys, welcome to another single Pringle episode. It is me and me and me today. I'm Stace. Hi, the host of the Stacey June Show. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, hanging around uh, and DMing most of you a lot of the time at Stacey June. And if you are liking this show, please make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, it's nice to be back. This week, I want to talk to you about something that I feel like has completely changed my life and something I found really super important to creating an anxiety-free world for myself uh, around relationships. And that could be relationships, whether they're romantic, whether it's dating, whether it's family. I learned some of these particular principles around the world boundary and boundaries when it came to my family. And if you haven't listened to the single Pringle episode, it is all things uh, dating, relationships, how to find the essence of independence and 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 a real sense of self, whether you're in a relationship or single, and finding a way for you to flourish in your point of difference and flourish in, in your single lives, essentially. And if you are in a relationship listening to this, finding ways to flourish uh, that independence in maybe a very codependent relationship or potentially a long-term relationship. Um, so there's heaps of things that we can get from a conversation like the one I want to have today. And that's because I think... This particular word boundary is really looked upon as quite a negative connotation. It kind of, to me, it said before I learned the real true essence of the word boundary or the understanding of the meaning or the impact it can have, I understood it to be, you know, something you should set up with people that are risky or you don't trust or potentially people that, that you know, that you need to be aware of or, or kind of have a guard up. And I don't think that is the case. I actually think that we need boundaries within ourselves to have a better, under, a better understanding of who we are, what we need, and then give that information to the people we love. So that could be people that we completely trust, people that we're in a, a relationship with, people that we're not in a relationship with, but we love and that we that we totally trust. But, but it's a way to be clear on what your needs are so everybody wins. And it's also a way for you to be clear on your what your needs are for you to then drop the overthinking and the anxiety. Because if a person doesn't respect your boundaries, it's very clear on their, I guess, 
care factor or consideration of you. So it does sum things up pretty quickly. And once you start to activate some of the suggestions I'm going to give you today, this is why I wanted to bring it up for Single Pringle in particular, because once you do it, it is very clear on who sticks around and who runs the other way. Because let me tell you something as a bit of a warning, when you're in the dating world, boundaries are often not put up enough. So people take advantage of other people's situations or other people's boundaryless, I guess, personality and will take the piss. And once you start to put boundaries up, that doesn't mean you're saying it's my way or the highway, but you're saying this is what I need and this is who I am. People don't get to walk all over you anymore. People don't get to to live exactly the way they want to live because now they need to also consider your needs in amongst their own. And if they care about you, they'll stay, they'll listen, they'll probably even appreciate it. But if you find that they don't find it easy to sit within your boundaries, then that is my idea of somebody that isn't really there in your life for the right reasons. And I think we've also got to be mindful that if you are in a relationship with someone, whether you're dating them, whether you're in a friendship with them, whether you're in a romantic uh, committed relationship, we need to remember that if you've been in that relationship for some time and you start to set up boundaries, you've got to, do, you've got to give it a bit of time for it to ease in. Okay, I'm going to take a bit of a deep breath. I feel like I'm really rushing and I don't want to do that. So let me, let me just, let me take a breath. <sighs> take one with me. I think the reason I'm also talking really fast about this is because I'm in the middle of setting these up. And when I say middle, I mean, I've set them up, but I'm in the middle of moving them around dependent on who is in my life, how they're showing up, where I'm at, what my priorities are and do those things need to change at the moment. And the answer to that is yes. And I think what you'll realize is once you set them up, it's not that way forever. You may need to move those boundaries around again. You may need to readjust that, you know, people might go through different things in their lives. So you may need to adjust according to their lives. But more importantly, you may need to adjust according to your own life. And that is okay. So let's have a think about why we need to set up boundaries and where where people might come from in terms of a boundary setup. So why is it super important for particular people to set up boundaries? And I'm going to share some information from a couple of Instagram accounts that have been incredibly helpful and really, really generous with their information. One of them is called Sylvie. Kohu Kassian. I'll put the link in show notes, but it's spelled S-I-L-V-Y-K-H-O-U-C-A-S-I-A-N. And she speaks about ways our emotional boundaries get violated. So from the very beginning, we might we might be a person like me, you might be a person like me, that feels like I had a boundary, boundaryless life. And I mean, this comes down to a lot of, of a lot of the past, a lot of where you were from. And it may be to a point where it's become very normal to you in your adult life. Maybe all of your family has keys to your apartment or or maybe there is no right or wrong time for your sister to call you. It could be eleven o'clock at night, it could be four o'clock in the morning. If she's got a drama with her boyfriend, she's calling you no matter what. Or there could be a work situation where your boss, you know, messages you on a Sunday afternoon. And maybe that came from 
a, a place in your childhood or maybe it, it comes from a bit of a lack of self-worth. We need to be mindful of that. So ways our emotional boundaries can get violated is, is begins really early and one of the options could be that you were having to soothe or emotionally caretake a parent as a child my hand is really firmly up because that was definitely me. I had to parent both of my parents as a kid at different times in my life and I feel like that was just such a clear factor for me in having really no boundaries, having no really idea of who, what roles were in my house. Therefore, the rest of my life I had an open door policy, which I very quickly learned over the last couple of years I needed to close and find a time where I had office hours open to my house. Another way is having a caregiver or somebody that is in a line of responsibility or someone that you looked up to share inappropriate secrets with you. Particularly as a kid, I think that works. Uh, Another way is having emotional experiences be shamed, minimized or invalidated. Another is having no one in your family feel their feelings so the child absorbs it all energetically. So maybe people don't talk about their feelings, people don't um, communicate or address them. So as a kid, you take them on energetically and then you kind of feel like you've got no real structure or understanding of what feels good, what doesn't, and no empowerment to speak your voice when it comes to those particular issues later in life. And the last one on this list is having a parent express inappropriate or intense emotions in front of a child. So these are all ways that we set ourselves up or or we've been set up to really have very little boundaries set up in our adult life. And so if one of those is, um, and there could be a whole other myriad of reasons, but I, I definitely relate to some of those and and there could be a real I guess lack of awareness of a boundary relationship with a parent and a child or somebody that was older that you trusted and a kid uh, early on which then really blurred the lines of how you then do relationships later in life. So a couple of ideas on ways that we can set up boundaries uh, to help ourselves And some things to remember before we get to that point, because I think, like I said before, these times can be really trying if you've already got relationships in place, but also we need to understand that, you know, when we do things like this in our life, whether it's with somebody that we're dating, whether it's with a friend, there's going to be a bit of an adjustment period. So remember that most people are not intentionally trying to violate your boundaries. So once you start to realize that boundaries are set and that there's this understanding of, okay, I think I might push mine or I think I might have that person push mine, a lot of the time they're not doing it on purpose and that potentially you haven't really set any structure around yours. So they've kind of understood that they could press the buttons wherever they want. Another is the way we express a boundary is just as important as how somebody responds to it. So now getting this information for yourself is not an opportunity for you to kind of then start lecturing people that you have realized maybe push you a little bit. Just be mindful that however you express the information about your new boundaries or this idea about a boundary for you is just as important as the way someone is going to respond to it. 
Resistance can sometimes be a person's fear of losing connection. So don't worry if people freak a little bit at the start. Um, and some don't, sometimes some don't know the term boundary and need it to be explained a little bit more simply. And the last is explaining our process can be very helpful for new and drastic boundaries. So it might just be an idea of, I've really started to think about things and I want to create a bit of a healthy structure for myself by giving myself some self self time. Uh, another suggestion would be to say things like, I'm not going to be able to help you with that, even though I wish that I could desperately. I just don't reckon I, I'm the right person for the job. Another idea that you could maybe communicate or some words around, um, I don't know, cancelling plans might be, I'm going to stay in tonight, but I'm really grateful that you invited me. Uh, another idea around plans could be that's not going to work for me. And I know that's probably hard to hear, but it's just the way it is. Um, and another could be, even though I can't join you, please know that you're very important to me or please know that I love you. I just, it's just not the right time. So here's the, there's some ideas for you to start to communicate, I guess, a bit of an idea around what boundaries work for you. And if you are a little bit confused as to what you need to set into, have a think about, I guess, the kinds of people in your life that you start to feel uncomfortable or a little bit overwhelmed around. So a couple of ideas are maybe um, people that are venting or sharing their pain a lot. So you've got to have a think about how long you're willing to kind of push yourself to listen to that. Um, Maybe sometimes the amount of detail people share when revealing traumas or wounds or hard times is something that you also need to just make sure that you're in a good headspace before you kind of dive into that stuff and and maybe you've got a bit of a timeline of how much you can give those people um the on the flip side of that it's having a think about sharing your own vulnerability with those who continue to invalidate us so are you sharing information about yourself even when you feel a bit unsafe. So is that somewhere you might need a boundary or is that somewhere where you might need to start being quiet in circumstances where you're not sure if the person's got the best intentions for you? Another would be uh, where you might need a boundary for is how much new information you're willing to take in at any one time. So imagine you go on a, a work course and you're there all week and then a friend has called you and she wants to tell you about this date that she's gone on for four hours. It may not be that you don't want to hear about the date, but it may just be that you are just completely fucking buggered. Um, so have a bit of a think about that as well. And the last one here is how much of a new idea we want to share when it's still fresh for us. And this is particularly for the creatives. I am the worst at this and have been that I give so much information and just trust that I'll always be protected. But that's just boundaryless. It just means that I am a bit probably self-sabotage with information and just throw it around and trust that everybody is going to have my best interest um, in you know at mind, which is just not the case because everybody's got their own agendas and that's not vindictive or um, mean or manipulative. It just means everyone's got their own ideas of what is going to work for them. So be mindful of what you share all the time. So there's so much to think about when it comes to boundaries, but I think in particular to single Pringles, it's really important that you have a sit down and think about what your boundaries are around getting to know someone new. How much are you sharing straight up? How much are you willing to be vulnerable before you've actually felt some emotional connection or at least some safety? And how much of your, I guess, sexual life are you going to give people that you don't know or that you're not 100% sure you trust? 
So there's some really key things there. And if you are in a relationship, on the flip side of that, have a think about ways that maybe you need to pull back or ways that you need to communicate in times that you're feeling overexerted or stretched. I think this information is going to be really helpful for everyone. And I feel a little bit kind of I guess, really heightened about this topic because it's just so important for us to activate and it's not easy. So maybe write down a few of the people in a journal that you're feeling like really push you or sometimes make you feel anxious. And instead of cutting people off or avoiding things, have a think about ways that you can better use boundaries. So maybe it's that I speak to this particular person only, uh, you know, on the weekends, not on my way home from work because by the time I get home, I'm buggered or I only really date people that are making me feel comfy and not feel insecure or make fun of me or, or don't write back for four days. Think about the kinds of things that make you feel uneasy first and then think about different boundaries you can put in place to not necessarily just cut them out of your life, but to see if you can practice boundaries with them. I wish you the best of luck with this. Uh, I would love to hear how you go over the next few weeks and I'd love to hear if you have dabbled with the idea of boundaries in the past. Thank you so much to Kat. Um, I will put her episode that I had a chat with her in in show notes. Um, Kat uh, shared some of these boundary memes on her Instagram account, Garden of Venus. You can find her on Instagram if you like. Um, I'm just loving a few of the people that I'm following at the moment. I did the biggest uh, just complete cull of Instagram people, about a thousand people I unfollowed about a few weeks ago. And it's really nice because now I'm seeing all of this great juicy content that I'm loving come up every day. I hope somebody got something out of this. I I have absolutely loved doing boundary work. It has changed my life. um, And I, I really hope that you take some of the tips that I've given and shared today with you uh, into the next few weeks and see how you go. All right, guys, we'll be back with an interview on Thursday. Hope you're doing well. It's beautiful and sunny here in Sydney at the moment, and I'm kind of really skipping a beat when I get outside, so it's it's a nice time of the year for me, um, and I hope that, you, that you're good wherever you are. All right, big love. Bye. This has been another Bijou Podcast production.